0: Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news and your views. Alan Corcoran. Good
1: morning Alan and good morning to your listeners. So Glenn, we like a bit of good news on a Friday. You have some for us. Can you share it with us please?
0: Yeah, uh, Alan, yesterday we announced with our partners Finline to a part of the Grimaldi Group, one of the world's largest Roro operators, uh, a new service starting from 23rd of July initially twice weekly, but we would be very optimistic that that will grow uh, between Rosslare Europort and the port of Zeebrugge which is one of the busiest ports in Europe.
1: Okay, so now uh, outline the detail for us please uh, Glenn, and and how how the port benefits um, how the whole uh, I suppose Irish industry benefits from this because it is, as you say, groundbreaking.
0: Yeah, Alan, I mean, look, all of our announcements over the last uh, 18 months have been very significant. Um, and we, we're now going to be operating at 34 direct services to and from there to Spain, France, and now to Belgium. This one in particular is is quite significant on the, uh, a couple of bases. First of all, the port that we were now connected to, uh, Zeebrugge, is truly a global port. Um, so it doesn't just serve the European market but also have services that deploy globally. Um, so from an Irish exporter and an importers, it's a new connection into a key port, into key European markets, but also into key global markets. And that really elevates Rosslare now up to uh, a Dublin, to a Cork standard, those tier one ports in Ireland, um, and certainly raises their profile very significantly. The second thing is the operator Grimaldi. As I said, one of the world's biggest, and it was only said to me the other day on, on, on completing this contract with Grimaldi. We now have three of the world's largest RORO operators operating out of Brussels, Europe, port. no port in Europe has that, believe it or not. So very significant from a profile point of view that we now have these three global brands operating out of the one port in Brussels in the southeast of Ireland. Yeah. Um, a, a port, something that no other port in Europe, or indeed possibly the world, has.
1: Uh, I just want to raise a question from a listener by the name of Mary who has contacted the programme while we're speaking uh, or just before you came on to talk to me. She says uh, this is Mary's concern and I'll give you a chance to answer. She says since all these boats came into Rosslare, there's no full-time jobs, they're all part-time jobs and this is just the general workers that would be working the ships uh, and she believes it's not good enough. I know one person working there for six years and hasn't been given a full-time position. I'm not quite sure if you can answer that question or if Mary has a concern, where should she go with it? Um, and what, are, what, are, what is the potential out of all of this for more full-time jobs? It's a Mary has given us her full name and her contact number at Glenn, and she asked me to raise this issue with you and it's literally hot off the presses. Can you give her a response or do you need to look into it?
0: No, well, uh, no. I mean, uh, well, it, it would depend on, I mean, there's certainly been significant growth in employment out of Rossley Europort and the associated activities at the port. I mean, if you look at the shipping lines that have come in, if you look at the extra guardy revenue customs, and all of the activity, there's been a, a, a significant increase in activity in the whole of the southeast, rosslare Kilran, and, and and certainly jobs created. So, uh, but jobs are different as well nowadays, Alan. I mean, uh, people work part time, people work full time. We we are we are engaging with our colleagues and our trade unions on a model down at the port. Um, that will secure everybody's future for many many years to come, right. uh, and and those those jobs are of, of a high value, and um, certainly um, and well deserved high value given the growth that the port has seen. And um, so look at um, different companies will operate different models, but but I don't think you can deny that the the right. the activity that the port has generated has also generated significant jobs, and also the potential for many many more jobs with the ORE, the offshore wind development that we're very much actively pursuing at this
1: point And a lot of them will obviously be full-time jobs and Mary's issue about mostly being part-time jobs where does she go if she has a query on something like that where, where can she air, air those views she's just, I, she's just given me the question to put to you but has she a course of action when it comes to part-time work as opposed to full-time work where could she go with that?
0: Yeah, well, obviously, she can talk to me directly if she, if it's related to the port, related. if it's a shipping line, Alan, or a third-party company. Yeah. Uh, I mean, she needs to talk to those companies. But as I say, different models, Alan, today, people work part-time hours, flexi hours, full-time hours. I mean, the, the model of working now is, is very different from what traditionally was seen as the job. Yeah. You know, and that, that works equally both for the employee and the
1: employer. Let's reflect now, Glenn. You and I would have had many conversations, even going back to our conversations two or three years ago when we were on high high alert because of the pandemic, etc. It was a much different conversation you and I were having. Just let's, let's look at where we've gone from on this Friday morning to give people a little bit of hope and a little bit of positivity. Where have you come from? Say, if, from the last time you and I would have spoken maybe three years ago on this issue.
0: Yeah, Alan. I mean, um, the Rosslare Europort is now Ireland's number one port for direct RoRo passenger services to Europe. Um, back three years ago, we would have had six services to and from Rosslare to Europe. Um, from next month, we'll have thirty-four services to and from yeah. Rosslare Europort to Europe. So, freight activity now that the pandemic uh, hopefully is is, is finally. Hopefully, near end passenger numbers are returning. So, from a freight point of view, first of all, freight through the port is up over fifty percent compared to 2019, and um, the highest level of uh, of freight has gone through Rosslyn in its history. Very simple statistics: three years ago, uh, your report would have had fourteen percent of the national roll-on and roll-off freight. Today, we have 34; we've nearly tripled. The volume uh, for all of Ireland's RORO uh, uh, traffic uh, in the country. Another statistic: last year, uh, out of the 185,000 traffic, new traffic that was created direct on direct savings to Europe, Rosslare had a 50% share of that. We actually had a higher share than Dublin Port. Mm-hmm. Now, think about that: Dublin Port, the biggest port in the country, they had 47%. Rosslare had 50%, and Cork had 3%. So, I think those figures.
1: Speaking which are themselves.
0: the, matter, it's the yeah. facts speak for themselves from where we've moved to
1: now. All right, there is one other issue that uh, I have to raise with you, and that's the traffic congestion. It was raised quite vociferously by Independent Councillor Ger Carty on the programme earlier this week. Another Mary has asked, what about uh, the traffic situation? People coming off any side of the roads finding it possible to get onto the road and you could be stuck for 10 or 15 minutes at both times. Uh, the positives of the wonderful developments in the port, the situation regarding traffic is an issue at the moment. Any developments on that, Glen, please?
0: Yeah, I mean, it is. And, and, and part of success sometimes is, is that um, infrastructure has to be uh, upgraded uh, and improved. Uh, and that's happening. We know that the, 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 the new Port Access Road uh, is, is developing and will be in place and funding secured for that. That's going to alleviate all uh, the traffic. won't be coming in. To Kilran village. It'll come in through the new freight access into our new uh, freight entry into the port. So from that into the what I would call the short to medium term solution is the new track access road. I think people would have seen already work commencing on that as you're driving into Kilran there now uh, at this point. Um, Facilities do need to be improved. But Alan, I think it's really important that people need to understand as well that you cannot have inside the port a trailer park for trucks to to lay up. That simply is not the model or doesn't work. It doesn't happen in much larger ports than Ross What is important is, however, is is that there are facilities for drivers to park up and rest. Normally, they would be a few kilometres away from the end destination of the port. I mean, air air focus in the port is throughput in and out of the port. That's that's really important. We have a situation where the port gets held up or the activity in the port gets held up, um, that'll have an impact on the, the services and eventually what will happen is uh, shipping lines potentially will go somewhere else or the yeah. market will go somewhere else where they're not, they're not being held up. So I'm extremely conscious of the increase in traffic. Uh, it's, a, it's a it's a balancing act that we have to quickly try and alleviate. I know okay. Wexford County Council have been doing stuff. I know we've been doing stuff with drivers. Uh, we, we, we were communicating with them through websites, through through advertisement not to be parking in the village. We we highlighted where they should be parking prior to arrival. In our new master plan, um, we will have newer facilities for once you're checked in. but yeah. The issue is often where these trucks have not been checked in, where they're arriving at a port well in advance of their check-in time. I mean, we have fairly generous check-in times as well with our shipping lines, where on some of our routes, it's up to seven hours in advance you can check in. Where trucks are arriving, but well in well in advance that they shouldn't be. They should be stopping in the likes of Gory and those facilities that are have been built by the way, uh, off the motorway, yeah. with proper facilities and parking. I and mean, we Just really need to keep on top of that, but I do know Wexford County Council, TIOI have, and um, uh, and ourselves, we are we we are working to alleviate that problem. As I said, the the fix will be when the new access road comes in next week. By the way, Alan, I think I'm not in a position at this point in time. By the way, well, it won't be directly related to um, parking facilities for pre-checked in in traffic but i think next week as well we'd be hoping to make a significant announcement regarding the overall footprint of Rossley Europort right. and where we're going in the future as well to to ensure that we're aligned with the grown traffic and we want to substantially increase that traffic by the way coming into rossdale Airport, if that benefits the southeast benefits the country but we do need to have the infrastructure right outside of the port as well because the community has to live Alongside the port, and we're very conscious of that equally.
1: Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views.